Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ServiceNow's IT Experience Podcast. I'm Usman Sindhu with ServiceNow. In this podcast, we bring to you a wide variety of topics concerning IT organization, technology, and leadership. Today, we're going to continue our previous discussion about Paris release, but we'll focus on something very, very new. It's called Service Graph. We're going to talk about what it is and why we're so excited about it. Today, my guest is Odin Olson. He's a senior director of alliances for the IT workflow, and we're going to talk to him all about it. So, Odin, welcome. Hey, thanks. Uh, great to be on the uh, podcast. Yeah. And what are you up to lately? Well, uh, as you know, today's Friday, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for the weekend here. <laughs> I'm uh, actually refurbishing and in putting a shop in a very old barn on my property. So that's, uh, that's exciting. That's my, that's my uh, upcoming weekend. But, but in terms of work, um, excited about the recent launch here and, and uh, moving on to a new um, exciting go-to-market project for our tech partners that I'm excited to announce later. Yeah, that's exciting. So let's get into it. As a service graph, um, you know, we are excited as a company and our customers are getting jazzed up about it. So why don't you take a quick minute and explain to our listeners what it is? Sure, yes. So from, from my perspective, it is, uh, you know, I would say an evolution of the CMDB and also a superset of things um, that, that we're going to be adding over, over coming releases. And, it, you know, it's really a way to track and store and record, manage, monitor the state of things, right? And that could be assets. And, and we're tra- kind of traditionally familiar with assets and, um, and the CMDB, you know, your laptops, your desktops, your servers, uh, your services, the relationships, but that's going to be expanding. So service graph is much bigger than CMDB. Um, think about things like the, the state of your cloud configurations or um, <clears throat> the, the status of your DevOps pipelines. And so being able to track that in a single and common place um, monitor it and leverage that data for, of course, all sorts of workflows. Um, that's what Service Graph is going to be all about, the, the tracking of your digital project products and services. Yeah, I, I said exciting because um, a lot of our customers are having these digital transformation journeys, and with Service Graph, they can expand their journeys, you know, with all the assets you talk about, but all the digital products and services. I like what you said there, so that, that's really cool. Um, now, you, your job is to work with the technology partners every day. So what role does Service Graph play uh, in Service Graph connectors, actually? What are we going to talk a little bit? Uh, play there. Yeah, so uh, you know, we got to get data in, right? Um, and as you know, our customers have you know, dozens of, of their own uh, tooling deployed and systems deployed for um, collecting all sorts of this information, but we want to bring it into this uh, to the to service graph in this common place. So, as uh, the manager for the relationships with these technology partners, you know I'm responsible and have been driving with my team the service graph connectors, which are the formal mechanism, the integrations that specifically perform this kind of ingest function for um, for data getting into service graph. That's cool. So, of course, there's going to be an impact to our customers, right? Um, but so how does these uh, service gra- graph connectors um, help with the customer's experience? Um, and maybe give us a like, few examples of what are those partners we're dealing with? Yeah, sure. So the, the service graph connectors, um, I mean, the intent is to take the customer experience forward. You know, it, admittedly, we've had some 
challenges of having a very kind of wide open um, ability for partners to build integrations um, how they see fit. And that's, that's been fantastic for application development on ServiceNow's platform um, for bringing data in, for importing and exporting data. But what you find when you're, when you're talking about service graph or the CMDB is that you need data to be kind of cleanly placed into very specific data model so that you can retrieve it and reuse it for various workflows after the fact. And the service graph connectors, the most important feature of them is that they are conformant to a very specific set of guidelines for how the data source works and the data model itself. So if we're going to say where a host name has to go and you know, we're going to make sure that every service graph connector aligns with where we want to put things in the CMDB into that data structure so that we can retrieve it later. So now, whether you're using Discovery, whether you're using a Service Graph Connector from a Tanium or an Armis or a Qualys or Dynatrace, you're going to get the same types of content going into the same places so you can reuse it most effectively later. So the, the benefit to the customer's experience is the Service Graph Connectors are out of the box ready. They take advantage of some of the newest features for customization and configuration, simple, you know, simple implementation times and simple, simple installation. Um, it takes advantage of those features. Um, and also, we, we believe they're going to be able to get up and running faster and then upgrade later easier over time because we have a very consistent model for um, how these connectors are going to bring data into Service Graph. So I think you know, we expect to see better data reuse, better data quality, more data in, in Service Graph. And, uh, you know, of course, that improves the, the overall function of, of all workflows that want to take advantage of, of that information. So we, we think it's, you know, going to be very high impact for uh, all customers across any of the products and, uh, that, uh, that ServiceNow offers. So I think that's the, the benefit. And, and, of course, you know, we don't do it all, right? So Discovery is fantastic um, for, for customers, but they already have lots of investments in other tools. So you, you imagine in the IoT space or in um, the security space or in um, uh, monitoring services at a, at, a, at a code level, application performance monitoring, you, there are different tools that customers have deployed and you know, we're best suited, of course, to get as much information in as cleanly as we can and leverage what they have. So their experience is going to improve if they can use uh, discovery and a service graph connector or several service graph connectors if they choose to. Now, what we hear a lot from our customers nowadays is also the ease of use and a time to value. So mm -hmm. I'm assuming that these connectors has also enabled that um, uh, imperatives that customers have. Yeah, definitely. And one simple example is um, part of this, the certification for these connectors includes guided setup, right? So if you, if you think about even something as basic as just getting it installed and configuring the necessary components to make the the, the connections between uh, the platform, ServiceNow platform, and the third-party tools, you're going to see a consistent model for that, and it's just easier to do. So across the board, we're going to make sure that there's a consistent setup um, and look and feel. And, and the data we know as it's built is out-of-the-box compliant in the data model. You can change it, of course, if you need to, but you're kind of up and running much more quickly than um, configuring things to align with the a data model that you may have updated and changed and reconfigured on your own. Wonderful. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how do customers get hold of them. So do customers 
um, do, do they need to have uh, any service now products to start using these connectors? They do. They do. So specific to service graph connectors, the customers will need to be entitled for either uh, ITOM discovery or ITOM visibility. And uh, so that will give them the ability to choose to use one, two, ten service graph connectors to bring to bring um, data into service graph, including discovery. So they can use as many options as they want for different use cases and different systems, uh, even different you know, you know, network segments potentially. Um, so yes, there, there is an impact, uh, and that is, uh, there are some, you know, details and nuance there, uh, but they will also be need to be on subscription units. So you need to be either entitled for discovery or visibility on the subscription unit based metering, um, to take advantage of service graph connectors. And are these connectors available on store? Yeah, they are. That's how, that, that's how all of the service graph connectors will be uh, made available uh, to customers going forward, whether they're being help, you know, built, built, built by, written by us or uh, by the partners. Um, there are both cases, but yes, if to, in, in order to take advantage of them, you go acquire them through the, through the store. And that's an added flexibility for our customers because they don't have to wait for the new platform or family release, and they can just go on the store and get them. Yeah, we're definitely, I mean, we're, we're going to be iterating um, on a consistent basis with both partner-developed and uh, service-now-developed service graph connectors. So there are going to be new ones that are added on a, a more like a monthly cadence uh, that you can, you can use. And I, I should also point out that the, you can take advantage of them on a non-production instance and getting started like right away. So if you want to play with them, there's no entitlement requirements, of course, to you know, take advantage of and, and start playing with these service graph connectors anytime. Beautiful. Now I must ask you this: Do you have a favorite one, or any favorite ones? <laughs> uh, favorite? I, no, I don't think I have a favorite. Um, I certainly wouldn't uh, play favorites with 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 our, our partner community. But I'm I'm certainly excited about the volume, right? I think the, there's overwhelming interest in uh, from from the partners to uh, work with us on these. And uh, you know, one of the other benefits I should mention, I think, is that our um, it helps bring our sellers in the field closer together because now we have a customer who's going to succeed by taking advantage of both a combination of our products and the partner's products. And uh, so I'm excited to see the field interactions, our field sellers, our field teams uh, work closely to help give, give the, uh, you know, get that use case value um, for our customers. Great, Odin. All the good stuff that you talked about. Uh, let's wrap it up for our listeners and give some pieces of advice for how they can get started, maybe places they can learn more uh, about these connectors. Sure, yeah. I think so for our current partner community, um, our Partner Success Center has quite a bit of content right away, so you can uh, log in and download that to get started. Uh, folks that are interested in partnering with us, if you head to you know, servicenow.com, you can um, get information on becoming a partner if you want to join the service graph connector um, program and, and create one. And for customers, I think the easiest thing is probably to meet with uh, your account executive and have a conversation, you know, what, what best fits you and maybe there's some specific information you want to get. Um, also, you can pretty quickly just go out and do a web search for um, some of the announcements that were made on Paris recently. There's some more information there, including a, a community post, uh, some blog posts, and those things will probably, you know, we'll be able to link you to other information. Wonderful. So folks, uh, this is a wrap for now. 
thank you, Odin, for being my guest today. We'll continue to follow your work and hopefully get you back here again. And for all the listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you have any interesting ideas, topics, or speakers for this podcast, reach out to me on LinkedIn or usman.sindhu at servicenow.com. Bye for now.